0: Love is real. I've never met it, but it is. Love is real. so real, guys. No, I
1: just I I kind of sat all out. I want some chicken, and Matt was like, "I'm gonna buy you some chicken." And He just went to Publix
0: to buy me some chicken. Love is real. Chicken
1: tenders that's... from Publix. Love is real, you guys. Look at that, amazing. Yes, yeah, someday yeah. I
0: will meet love. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so.
1: We try, we're trying to sell you up with people, stuff, but nobody's stepping up, so.
0: So, <laughs>
1: Anyways, what guys. is this?
0: This is Suspiria, True Crime Podcast. I am Carol. And I am Stephanie. Yeah,
1: and this is another horrible case, and I mean, this one is a pretty big one. Chances are you heard about it, other podcasts have covered it. But um, we always put our personal touches on it. So, just in case you haven't, or if you have, but you know, you might learn some new information. Who knows? So yeah. So this is a case of Emily Paguero, who died in the Dominican Republic not too long ago. It was 2017. We don't usually do cases that are this recent because a lot of the times cases it takes a little bit for them to mature and to for you know things to happen and the case the case to you know come to a closure but uh this case was closed in less than a year you know talking to when the stuff happened to conviction was like really fast which is
0: crazy especially in you know Latin yes. America guys <laughs> we yes. we are and- known for stalling justice <laughs>
1: Yes, especially the circumstances of this case, Emily's case. It had everything to not be ever solved, but we're going to get into that really soon. So credit where credit is due, we have, I, we wrote this outline uh, based on articles from BBC, BuzzFeed, Una Vision, Una Vision, (laughs) Una Vision, Jesus Christ, Carol, Una Vision, Diario Libre, Listen Diario, and of course, Telemundo. So, Emily Peguero Polanco was born on June 12th in Sinoví, Dominican Republic. Her friends describe her as a confident, chatty person and someone who always would be standing up for others and for herself. But she wouldn't, like, look for trouble. She wasn't, like, you know, a person who liked to fight. But she was, you know, a confident, present to be around. Okay, so she had a boyfriend, Marlon Martinez, and they knew each other since they were very little. Uh, they were neighbors and Marlon would, o- Marlon would always be at uh the Piquetto household because his mom would work away from home and he would just be by himself so he would always just come and hang out with Emily. So as they grew older they kind of grew apart but they started talking again when she was 15 and he was 18 and they started dating. Valid to point here that You could say, like, oh, it's an age gap, whatever, but 15 is below the age of consent in uh, the Dominican Republic, which is 18. So that's a little too old for, you know what I mean? But still, it's an adult with a 15 year old. No, 18 year old is not.
0: Anyway, (laughs) steps like making a face, what's happening? No, I'm just thinking about my own life. No comments. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment. Okay.
1: So Emily's father Hinato, says that he never really approved of the relationship because Marlon's mom Marlin. So Marlon is the m- guy, Marlin, his mm-hmm. mom. So you guys are gonna take a shot, listeners. Every time we say Marlon and Marlin, Marlon and Marlon it's gonna it's kind of confusing. But the it's they have the same name, which as a person who was named after her mom, that's kind of.
0: <laughs> Narcissistic My mom right? and my grandma had the same name And my yeah. dad and his dad Had the same birthday But not the same name That's Yeah cool. I know right That's interesting yeah. Yeah. My nephew and his dad have the but, same yeah. birthday too But not the same name
1: Mar- I'm trying to think, figure out a way to Just say, say it, it Say it in, 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 in better. español. Say Marlon Marlin Marlin Mar- Marlin Marlon. Marlon So Marlon It's a man marlin is his Mm -hmm. mom okay so marlin was way too dominant that's um why uh emily's dad didn't really approve the relationship she was way too dominant but uh he always respected his daughter's choices because she would always tell him that she was in love and she was just following following her heart so he respected her space which is cool you know but oof so, Marlene was a civil, civil servant. She was very well-connected and well-known in her community. She was deeply involved in politics, and she was a member of the Dominican Revolutionary Party, which it isn't, like, the biggest party that they have, but it's, like, an ally of the biggest one, at least at the time. They don't know what their political situation is right now. So, she worked as a deputy director and was basically in charge of passports in her district. So... Marlon was born in 1998 in New York. Uh and he was raised in the Dominican Republic though where he went to the best schools. What? What's up? You said
0: 1998. Wouldn't it be 1988? Cuz he's older no. than her? No.
1: No, because all this happened
0: like last year. Oh, okay. Never 1998. mind. Never mind. I yeah. thought that th- I thought that you said that she was born in 1992.
1: Okay. 1998.
0: Uh, she was born in 2000. No, you didn't say anything. No, I, was, I was just picturing yeah, it I didn't in say my head. story.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Cut that out. No, but she's uh, 15. Anyways, so she was born. So he was born in 1998 in New York. And although he was raised in the Dominican Republic, uh, he goes to the best schools. He goes on expensive trips. Lives in a big house, kind of thing. They are a uh, well-to-do family. But Emily's family was not like that. Her parents made a living uh, with part-time, low-paying jobs. And although they lived, like, right across the street from each other, it was, like, two separate worlds, you know? It was, it was not, like that picture we like, posted back the in level. the beginning
0: of our podcast, like, yeah. where one side of the street exactly. is rich people, exactly the other side like is, oh, well,
1: okay. Yeah. So it didn't really take long for Emily to get pregnant. She was a Catholic and decided that she wanted to keep the baby as opposed to having an abortion. She was 16 then and Marlon was uh, 19. So as it is in most of our our beloved Latin countries, abortion is very illegal. And in the Dominican Republic specifically, abortion is illegal no matter the situation in all circumstances. So it was Emily's choice to keep the baby. However, she was being pressured by Marlon and Marlon to end the pregnancy. Hernando, her dad, says that uh, he seen he had seen some text messages uh, exchanged between her and Marlene trying to convince her to have an abortion. Emily didn't want it. Even says that she was already five months in, and the abortion would just be useless. You know, not useless, but you know what I mean. Like she she was way the pregnancy was way too developed for to like take a pill or something. You know. So Emily's par- parents, uh Renato and the Adel- Adalhiza believed that Marlene didn't want her son to have a child with a poor person.
0: Which that wouldn't surprise me with like a rich person in nah. or not even just rich, like a yeah. well to do person in Latin America. Yeah, it's just an inflation Can person. Can I just say knows. I did not know that yeah. Adalhiza or Adalhiza was a name in Spanish too, because that's my aunt's name. So <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Yeah.
1: And Renato, too, like yeah. a general that was a well, uh,
0: Spanish version of Renato. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. It, trivia it's that no one cares about. Um, the more you know. The more you know, Corner. Oh, okay. On August 23rd, 2017, Emily goes missing and no one has seen her for the whole day. She's not answering anyone's phone calls or text messages. Her name and picture spreads through social media and WhatsApp really fast. So mm-hmm. at this point, it was known that Marlon was the last person who saw Emily when he allegedly saw her getting into a car for a doctor's appointment on the morning of the 23rd. For a whole day, Marlon and Marlon... (laughs) You know what I just thought about? I'm so sorry. Uh Of that duo, Marlon and Michael. I'm sorry. Okay. (gasps) For a whole day, Marlon and Marlon saw rumors stirring up, people coming up with all kinds of stories. Naturally, after a lot of pondering, I'm sure, Marlon and Marlon invite the press into their homes to hold a small press conference. <laughs> so this is like in the office <laughs> when they call them. The press wants a story. <laughs> the press wants a story about the beloved cartoon characters having sex on the paper. Yeah. yeah. Chicken is here. He brought the chicken. I want to be in love, too. Actually, I don't. Um, but anyway, so Carol's Chicken's here. Okay, okay, thank you. Let's keep on with the story, stuff. I'm going to be eating. So they tell the reporters that they didn't know where she was. They even asked for her to come back so they don't have to suffer any longer. That they're waiting for her to come back with open arms. This sounds so genuine. This sounds like... Exactly. Based on the evidence presented exactly what they were going to say. When they talk about Emily and how their relationship was like, Marlon asks about her in the past tense. She quickly catches up to it and corrects worse still, but still says Emily was, oops, is my son's girlfriend. She even says that she feels even worse than Emily's parents. Of course you do. Like, of course you do. They even make YouTube videos debunking the rumors. (sighs) But, guess what? The guilt was just too much for Marlon. He goes to visit the Pagueros, and that is when he decides to confess. He figures that he's going to be arrested soon anyway, so he might as well turn himself into the police. On the 28th, the police is able to trace
1: the location of Emily's phone to... One of Marlon's apartments in San Francisco de Macorís. So when they searched the place, they found blood spatter on one of the mattresses. And upon interviewing the security guard on the building, he says that he had seen Marlon carrying a sack outside of the building. Also,
0: I wonder what's in the sack. Trash? (laughs) Bottles?
1: <laughs> also Marlin uh had asked him to see the security footage of that day and surprise surprise it vanishes right after she
0: touches it which is like I'm sorry I would be like no you live here but you don't do, you do not own the business you don't, don't you don't yeah. own this building like she this is not for you there. it looks like an empty what like, yeah. the fuck <laughs> that would be like my neighbor showing up yeah. here and being like can I see the recordings on your doorbell no no you can't you know you you live here but you're not gonna see shit. like no so i'm almost right after police speaks to the guard
1: marlon turns herself in however she maintains that she wasn't an accomplice she just quote acted like a mother no no comment no comment so later that day marlon confessed to killing emily Up until then, it had been unclear if she was dead or alive. He tells them where the body is, and they drive him to the landfill where he said he left her. However, after hours of searching, they find nothing. Hmm. Of course, I was. So, it's like late at night, and when the morning comes, the town is pissed. So, yeah, they riot, basically. They stop traffic, burn tires, they even threatened, say the, threatened to set the Martinez house on fire. Like yeah, big protests, serious stuff. But later that day, uh, nine days after she went missing, they find her body an hour away from Senoville in Espailat. Emily was inside of a suitcase by the side of the road, road, with signs of a forced abortion and blunt force trauma to the head.
0: I have questions but I think they will be answered no. by the outline so let's just keep going. No go ahead. Okay so did the did the forced abortion not work and then they kill her? Like is that what happened? Hmm there is gonna be interesting. okay so I'm gonna answer my own question. On the day that on the day that Emily was murdered marlon was supposed to take her to a doctor's appointment to get the result of some exams instead he took her to his mom's empty apartment and forced her to drink an abortive drug he also perforated her uterus ah oh. that caused her to bleed internally and probably out of desperation he hit her over the head and broke her skull killing her what the fuck is wrong with these people Renato, her dad, believes that he didn't want to kill her, just the baby, but something must have gone wrong. Maybe she tried to escape. He then put her body in a sack, carried it, carried it down the stairs, and threw it over the Colonn Bridge in Senovi. He tells Emily's family that he dropped, her at, he dropped her off at a gas station and never saw her again. They go to that gas station, and there's no Emily in the security footage because she was never there. So they start getting Mm -hmm. worried. He then, of course, calls his mommy because he clearly is a mama's boy. And Emily, wherever you are in heaven, I've been there, girl. I've dated a mama's boy. It's (laughs) not good. Um, She talks to her brother, Henry, and a friend, uh, Simon, to come up with a plan. They go and retrieve the body, stuff her in a suitcase, and dump her on the side of the road.
1: It is believed that Martin Martin no Marlon killed Emily because taking her to a hospital would mean that he could go to jail for aiding on the abortion. So getting rid of her would be a better option since he probably didn't believe that anyone would ever find her or maybe even look for her.
0: Which is stupid because she clearly has a family that loves her. Like
1: yeah, but maybe like you know the that it wouldn't take the proportion it did. You know with the police and whatever. Or they just think it was, like, a runaway or
0: something? Yeah, like, criminals are so dumb sometimes.
1: I know, why. So the defense says that it was a murder. He was just aiding on her abortion, and she died as a result of the complications. So it wasn't really murder, you know, because she just... But then, how do you explain the injury to the head? Exactly. uh, so in the DR, if you aid on someone's abortion that is considered criminal and you are persecuted for it. But I'm sure that those charges are less serious than homicide and you and Flynn mommy can just, you know, make you go away easy. Which is... He would probably get like four to ten years in prison, which is more than you get for, for an abortion, curiously enough. But that is very interesting
0: because, okay, I'm, I'm guessing again not a, an expert mm. on Dominican um, laws but I'm guessing that abortion is illegal in the Dominican Republic because they probably think of a fetus as being its own human so why would mm. you aiding in an abortion not be considered murder you know what I mean if, if you, if you yeah. consider the fetus uh, its own life then why is taking that life not murder I bet you if it yeah, was because a girl... they know it's not
1: the same thing, so they can't, like, even put this on... But it's
0: just, like, an argument. Yeah, but I bet you if it was the girl, like, trying to get an abortion, that's the argument they would use. Like, yeah. well, it's a life, so you're yeah. murdering it.
1: Yeah. So, Marlon was arrested as a preventative measure for a year, and his trial began on June 11th, 2018. Marlon was convicted to thirty years in prison, and his mom, Marlon, was convicted to twenty years for hiding
0: the body and being an accomplice. Good.
1: Yeah, they were also ordered to pay twenty million to the Pagetos as a
0: is it you know. Is it twenty million Dominican pesos?
1: Yeah. Oh, so it's not too much, you know. Is it? No, I don't know the. I think when
0: I went there, a dollar was like three hundred pesos. I could be wrong Mm. though um the trial was a spectacle itself defense lawyers would get in the case only to drop out family members would boycott 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 the hearings the uncle tried to flee the country and was arrested at the airport videos from the trial went viral people threw rocks at marlene the mom and emily's dad henato was arrested for trying to bring a gun into the courtroom which can you blame him um yeah the, afterma- the aftermath of Emily's death was gigantic. The hashtag was Emily was trending on Twitter. Pictures of her went viral, and posts about her were shared hundreds of thousands of times. Cardi B even posted about Emily on her Instagram. Uh, while they looked for Emily, they found the bodies of two other girls, Rosalinda Yan Perez and Dioscari Gomez. Um... Dioscari was a 17-year-old psychology student and was killed by her stepfather, Infantino, at the Sanchez Ramirez province. He disposed of her body at Sierra Prieta. No, Sierra Prieta. According to her biological dad, home life was very complicated for Dioscari. She had moved in with her dad in the past, but decided to move back with her mom because she missed her little sister. Her -hmm. stepfather was sexually abusive and once found out, And once he found out she had a boyfriend in Spain, he couldn't deal with it. He burned her body. And when they found her, they thought it was Emily for a while until they identified her as a different person. The stepfather was sent to prison and sentenced to 30 years. Good. Big.
1: Yeah. And uh, Rosalinda, she was... A 18-year-old from San Cristóbal. She had been buried at a house that was under construction. She had been bound and raped and strangled. The killer is her then-boyfriend or husband, depending on the source. Julio César Garcia, who had been very abusive to her for years, beating her publicly, even. And after years of abuse, she moved back to her parents. And only that was only three months uh, before she was killed. So she had just ended the relationship. He still couldn't deal with it and killed her. So, yeah. This is called feminicide, right? These
0: three cases is... Men being pigs. See, Facebook... Facebook might block me for a whole week for saying men are trash. But you can't block my podcast and men are pigs. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: Emily Rosalinda and Dioscari, they only show how dangerous, how dangerous and scary it is to be a woman in most places in this world right now. So, it, it's like how mind-boggling it is that you're searching for this one girl that was murdered by her, you know, significant other, other, and you find two other bodies, like of girls that died, like, same circumstances. You don't find bodies that often, like, we that you're, like, really obsessed with true crime and stuff. You like to think that it happens all the time. Like, it doesn't.
0: Yeah. It doesn't. This is, like... I feel like it's a very, ugh. like, for us that are true crime fans, we were, like, oh, we're just gonna go jogging, and we'll find a body. No, it's not like that. Like, yeah, no, I we... feel like they just recently, like, very recently found one of Ted Bundy's victims. Like, Like, very recently. It's It's
1: fucking awful, man.
0: It's awful, and it's, like... It makes me scared of, like... Well, especially me, because I am a single woman. (laughs) I'm a single lady. But it makes me scared of, like, meeting people, you know? I read so much about all of this horrible shit that I'm like, do I really want to date someone? Do I want to, like, marry someone? Like, I don't think so but like thanks though like it's it's hard like it's hard being a woman and it's not fair cause uh, just
1: can't even and I mean it's not to say that like you know I feel like we have to say it you know it's not to say that when men are, mur- are murder it means less than when women it's, it's just like these kids, they're kids, you know, it's they're 16, 17, and 18, you know, killed by men who were in their lives that probably made them, like, miserable.
0: And, like, all of this happened to women who, in a way, trusted these men. So it sucks that you can't even trust people. Yeah. You can't. You totally can't
1: so yeah it's i mean most of the aftermath of this case it was positive like you know like asking demanding to this for this violence to end you know because i feel like feminicide still happens in the u.s but not to the proportion it does in
0: developing countries um, yeah
1: yeah I i feel like even for us like in brazil every week you know, something like that happens. Every week it's like, Yeah, she got on a new bird and she got killed. Yep. You know, yeah, it's what was it like a few weeks ago this case of the what was it? The 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 girl that like she um was raped by someone she knew and then when her boyfriend husband found out yes like, oh my god
0: her. oh my god it was yeah i i was so that made me so upset so this happened during it's, carnival it's awful. um this girl yeah. was celebrating carnival with her boyfriend and her family she got super drunk so her sister was like hey just like go lay down and like sleep it off or whatever she goes to the bedroom mm-hmm. to sleep Her brother in law walks in, starts raping her. Her boyfriend walked in on the brother in law raping her, saw both of them naked, thought that they were having sex and that she was cheating on him, beats the fuck out of the brother in law, beats her up, and sets her on fire. And she's 19, was 19, because she died. Yep. So, like that made like I was so upset the whole day when I read that I I was I was like why would you? Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, and
1: then comes the people. Oh, she shouldn't have drank. Yeah, exactly. It's like it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, There's they're always gonna so find always a way
0: target. to blame the victim. That's the that's the worst exactly. thing, and that's like. A very, uh, that's something that's, like, ingrained in our community, which is ridiculous. Like, uh, sometimes I'm speaking to Brazilian people about domestic violence, and the first thing that they say is, well, she could just break up with him, you know? And I'm oh, like... Yeah, sure. And she breaks up, and then he kills her anyways. This is I'm like, okay. Well, she could just go to the cops. Yeah, so the cops can give her a piece of paper Shh. that says stay away from her. <laughs> like, people yeah. don't don't think like people don't think about shit before they say shit that's it and I they feel don't like think it's it.
1: important you know to keep on talking about these cases you know and when talking about Emily not ignore uh, Rosalinda and Dioscari you know what I mean like and I mean we you, you just can't talk about every single case cause there's so many you know I feel like in you know, the Dominican Republic, I mean, I don't, I don't have the exact statistic, but in the first, like, six months, it was, like, a stupid number of women got murdered on, like, this kind of similar circumstances, you know, and it's it's something that happens just so often, you know, and it's for nothing, yeah. you know? It's just because men can heal them, handle themselves, and it's
0: our fault somehow. And, like, so that I was just talking to my sister about this. Like, we complain about the problems that we see in our day-to-day lives we don't think about other countries and like how fucked up things are in other countries like i was reading about these people who are sold as slaves in libya and like how the women are sold as sex slaves for 400 euros and i'm like like we as a society claim to be so evolved but then shit like this is happening and no one cares yeah well, can I end this on a good note somewhat? I saw that there's someone from Salem, Massachusetts, mm. who listens to this. Because uh, Salem is the number one town from Massachusetts that listens to us. So if you work at which City, in hit me up. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, there you just go. Just saying. All right. Okay, guys. Well... Can I just complain about the fact that none of you sent me birthday presents? <laughs> you guys, you're lacking. You are very... You're falling behind on uh, my goal of being real-life no cool Veruca. Man. Veruca Salt from the, the Willy Wonka and <laughs> Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, yeah. Or Charlie and, Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There's two versions, mm-hmm. but I feel like... Now, I feel like I'm Veruca from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because she was worse than the mm-hmm. one from Willy Wonka and the Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The OG Veruca is Can't worse, so that's who I am. Um, yeah. Uh, you didn't give me guess. Huh. I still have cake for my birthday, and I still have brigadeiro, and I still have beijinho. But I got... I want to eat. <laughs> what? No,
1: I I don't have <laughs> the only sweets I had in my house were like frozen toaster strudels, and I just ate them. I've like, never had a toaster strudel. No, I don't have any more sugar. Me
0: neither. Not before this. So I. <laughs> Let me tell you, I had moraguinho at my birthday, and it people mm-hmm. ate it so fast. I literally I ate one, and then I came back for another one. There was nothing left, and it was bad. And I was like, that sucks. Oh, I was like. I see how it is, like, on my actual birthday. <laughs> That's very rude. It's very rude.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i want to eat some of those sweets. I need sugar. Carol.
0: What? Shut up. I just brought you chicken. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? I heard something about fried chicken.
1: Yeah. Matt tells me to shut up because he just brought me chicken. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> Stop
0: complaining. I'm sorry. Stop complaining, Carol.
1: I'm still so recording.
0: Stop complaining about no. your life of privilege. Oh, I can't believe this!
1: Wow, I got called,
0: called out. Exactly. On well, scene. Exactly. That's wow. what you get. Go, Matt. I'm Team Matt on this. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you guys. I can ship you some cake. Do you want cake? Yeah, definitely. I, have, some cake. I literally have a container this big with cake. And then another one this big. Because my cake was so mm-hmm. big. I was like, oh my god. I did not realize that the cake was that big. Money well spent, if you ask me. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, you guys, I want to apologize for like, having, you know, this episode being like, a little shorter than usual because we're recording like many episodes back to back here because of my vacation and my absence, and I'm not gonna have access to my microphone. So we just kind of had to like research like tons of episodes. And you guys don't realize how many hours of research it takes to like put out like even like you know a little bit of content. And even this was like five pages, no, it was uh six pages, like it, yeah, six pages. So it's it's a lot, you know what I mean? And I don't want to you know make you seem like i do a lot like it's no big deal and i mean i like doing this but because we have to do so many cases like all together it just adds up a lot and
0: yeah but we do this for you you we made this podcast for you our podcast is your no it's not it's my podcast but um (laughs) our podcast can be your friend it can't be your podcast because it's mine but it Mm -hmm. can be your friend so yeah yeah
1: you know what? I'll promise to do two bonus episodes once I come back. How does that sound? I have some ideas that I'll talk to you about, stuff for the bonus episodes. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. And you guys are going to like it. So She that's is cool. trapping me into this. I'm not trapping. I'm just saying uh, two bonus episodes. It's a trap. Short ones, but still bonus. It's a trap?
0: Okay. Then it is a trap. Consider yourself trapped. It's a trap. It is the trap of The trap of Admiral Admiral Akbar Stephanie Okay How about that (laughs) Alright Okay
1: you guys That was good I think It was awful but that was good
0: Yes it was an awful case but right. I hope you guys have a good end of the world Yeah later taters Yeah later later later
1: Bye. Ciao. ciao! Thank you for listening to another episode of Susperia, a true crime podcast. If you are a creep and enjoy listening to all of that horrible information, please check out our previous episodes and write us a five star review on Apple Podcasts.
0: And also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Susperia Podcast. Facebook is also Susperia Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Susperia Carol. And you can follow me at eu.staff. Note, none of us post anything interesting.
1: We do, actually.
0: If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at susperiapodcasts at gmail.com. Or if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao! <laughs>